The JCC is a big idea with a big vision, but in point of fact, it is thousands of individual stories of children, adults, families that came here and come here for one thing and find, I think, so much more. And for me, the paradigm for that process really was the Myerson Hooper family. And through that story, I think you can see what happens when people who may or may not even know what they're looking for stumble on, on so much. And not just stumble, but get in our face about what's not working and, and help us change. And that, I think, for me, is the most important part of our DNA, the way in which we are porous to the hopes, dreams, challenges, problems, anxieties, concerns of the people who walk through our door. Welcome to Season 5 of 76 West, recorded appropriately in an office at the corner of West 76th Street and Amsterdam Avenue in New York City. In past years, you've heard conversations with some of the great thinkers of our time. This season, you're going to hear the voice of one of them, Rabbi Joy Levitt. Sometimes she'll be by herself, sometimes accompanied by the amazing people who helped make the program she shepherded a reality. Joy works, worked, best in collaboration with others, people who pushed her, prodded, who inspired her as much as she inspired them. That's going to be, is, her legacy to the Marlene Meyerson JCC Manhattan, a spirit of positivity, of moving onward and upward, taking a simple idea, a Jewish community center, and elevating it beyond what anyone would use as their definition. Few families have had as profound an impact on the life of the JCC as the Meyerson-Hooper family. From their earliest days as board members, to participants in a full range of family programs and activities, to their 2018 decision to name the organization after Marty's mother Marlene, the Meyerson family has bestowed countless gifts, both personal and financial, that will inspire donors and lay leaders for years to come. In today's episode, we learn about how Marty's personal journey brought her to the JCC and how her family's deep love of the institution led to one of the most consequential moments in its history. I met Marty probably a couple of weeks before we opened the building, maybe maybe a little bit longer than that. Um, she and Peter Collison, who was our first board chair, had been tasked with managing the the opening of the the building, um, and and this was like like the week of Hanukkah. Um, we we formally opened on January first. Of course, we had been open for several months because the nursery school was was going on, but we did this kind of week of dedication, um, which Marty and Peter planned. And I remember being in the in the lobby and, and Marty's dad being there. I'd, I'd never met him. And I was like gushing over 
how great a job Marty um, had done. And he, he's, you know, in his usual kind of laconic, um, you know, oh, really? Really? Oh, okay. If you say so, kind of, kind of thing. So Marty, I guess the, the real question is, what brought you here and what kept you here? I came to New York in 1992. That's when I graduated college. I was so excited to get to New York that I skipped graduation and I just flew here. And um, I had those first couple of hard years of trying to find, you know, what I wanted to do and who I was and who are my friends and all that. I did not have a community here, except there were there was one family here that were very close friends of my parents who had known me since I was a baby, but not so much in between, was very sweet and always asking me to Shabbat dinner. And I... So I would go, and that kept me very grounded. I would have a home-cooked meal, and that was very important to me. Fast forward, I met Jamie. Fast forward, we got married. And um, they also invited Jamie. You know, as a couple, we used to go all the time. And then I was pregnant with my first child, Hannah. And the we were there for Shabbat dinner, and they were telling me about... Um, them supporting an idea that they were so excited about, which is a JCC on the West Side, and that I should get involved. Two seconds later, um, Debbie Hirschman called me, and I met with her, and I told her that I would like to get involved, but I needed to have this child and know what it felt like to be a mother. And I said, get back to me in a year. And she did, probably to the date. And I got involved. And she asked Jamie and I to come on as board members. Um, Jamie grew up Unitarian. We were raising our kids Jewish. But maybe she thought, I'm sure she liked both of us, but maybe she thought it would be interesting to have another voice at the table, which we respected. And so we said yes. I actually didn't even know what it meant to be a board member, um, really. And at that age, I was 31. And I started in and that was I was tasked to do this with Peter. And it was exciting. And, um, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing. But I my background was in curating art exhibitions. And I looked at it as curating, curating something. So what I added is what I added. And, you know, uh, we all figured out around a table. Uh, in a communal way, a great idea for the opening of the JCC. So Marty had kids, and they were in the nursery school, and I was the um, associate executive director for program. And I would say, like, maybe once a month, maybe once every other month, Marty would, like, come in and say, I have an idea, or this sucks, Maybe that happened more. I don't really remember. That's a good thing. Uh, you typically follow and say, this doesn't have to suck. Exactly. And, and, and there was born this extraordinary partnership. So Marty had been um, president and chair um, with Alice Gottesman, and, you know, we were uh, close to both uh, Marlene 
Marty's mom and Marty's dad, they, they spent a lot of time in New York. Each one of them had an apartment here so that they could see their kids um, and grandchildren. And, and they were very much a part of, of the life here. I, I remember the year that we honored the Meyerson Hooper family. Again, Marty insisted, like, I don't want to do one of those, like, dress-up dumb galas. So, like, it's going to be picnic, and it's going to be picnic food, and, and, and you know, we're going to do these, like, things during the day on Sunday, and one of them was, like, some kind of swim-a-thon, as I remember. And I just have this really, I mean, this picture, this photograph exists in our, our archive of... of Marty's mom, Marlene, swimming. She trained hard for that, and it was really, it was incredible. And then this is your story to tell. I think the one of the most important things is as a, um, a president or a board member, you know, I think a lot of um, donors come in and have great ideas about programming or this and that, and those things are super, super important. But when you are tasked with having fiduciary responsibility for an institution, you think about the toilet paper, right? I mean, you are thinking about that kind of stuff, in addition to the other things, because that's where the fun is. But you have to keep your eye on the ball. And as a president and a growing um, institution, I always knew um, financially what the JCC needed. And during the time that I was president and chair, that wasn't, you know, I was philanthropic, but the amount that they needed, you know, I always said to Joy, if I could do it, I would, you know, if I could just snap my fingers, I would do it. So, um, uh, but I, I wasn't able to do it at the time. But anyway, um, I think when my mom was sick in her last days, um, Well, I mean, I, th I, I can, I can, I think when my mom was sick in my, in, in her last days and I, and we all knew what was going to happen. I was both very present for her and present for my family, but I, I was obviously well aware of what was going to happen. And I had an idea, you know, you're thinking of what is her legacy? How am I going to mark this passing, what is important to me, what is important for the family, what is going to help us through a um, very difficult time. And it just, I, I said, well, we're going to name the JCC after her because I knew um, the least of what I was thinking of is what it would do for the institution, although I was well aware of that financially. But I knew that what that would do for the healing of our family and for her friends. And um, I think that she, her values and who she was mapped so well to the JCC. It was, it was a real shidduch in a way. It was a real match. It was not out of the blue. It was not random. Um, and it was, it was also important, and I'd like to stress this, that as transformative as the gift was for our family and the community, it was important that we put a 
a timestamp on it that we said to the JCC, we want her name on this building and enjoy everything that that means for 30 years. And then we want you to sell it again. We want you to sell this name again. Because that is, that's always thinking of the future and passing it on. And that, it, it has been so amazing for us. I know the next person who puts their name on this institution will feel the same things. And um, it's from strength to strength, really. You know, I, Marty called me um, Obviously, I knew what was going on in her house, and Marlene was home um, in this beautiful room that Marty had created for her because everything Marty does in that way is aesthetically, she knew what her mother needed for these last days. And I didn't, I didn't know why I was going over there. She just asked me if I could come over, and she and her dad were sitting in the kind of window seat in the in their house, and. And Marty said this, like, I told you I was going to do this if I could, and now I can, and so I will. And I was, like, you know, blown away. Um, and blown away and couldn't speak. And then she started with this term limits <laughs> nonsense, you know. And, and she said, you know, I think at the f- first iteration it was going to be 10 years, and I... And I said, like, no, 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 that can't happen. Bad idea, bad idea, right? You're like, no, 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 that was a bad idea. That was a bad idea. And then she upped it to 30. And I I said to her, you know, Marty, I'll never forget this. I'll never forget this. She said, I said, Marty, like, I don't want Hannah to be living on the Upper West Side and watching while they take her grandmother's name off the building. And Marty said, well, I don't want Hannah sitting on the board of the JCC and not able to pay for renovations because of her grandmother's name on the building. And it was very, like, convincing. And, you know, this is a very new idea in philanthropy that is very, very progressive and not unheard of. I think what's unheard of is that it came from the donor and not from the institution. That's really rare, you know, for the donor to have that understanding. So, Marty, I'm interested in what it feels like for you to walk past the building or see collateral or... Has it been unexpected? Has it been... Tell me what it feels like. Well, I mean, we grew up in a family that started talking about Sadaka when, you know, and I was 15 and 16. And there was a... um, It was really important to my dad at the time um, that everything be anonymous. And that's how I grew up, thinking that that was the right thing to do. You know, you give, you don't put your name, it does not about you, and blah, blah, blah. Um... He subsequently went to Israel when my brother passed away and studied Sadaka and came out with a different opinion about it. And I also had a different opinion about it as myself, as somebody on a board who saw when you when you give, um, other people will follow, you know? So it's not so bad to say, you know, I'm supporting this and this is why, and I'd like you to come along. 
But again, the na- you know to have a name on a building is uh, was a a little daunting, literally for like two seconds. Okay, because I honestly, I'd like to say, oh, it was embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It's like the coolest thing that's ever happened. That I walk by this building all the time and see my mom's name. I mean, honestly, you know, and and I'm thinking of her all the time, all day, you know, in different ways, and. I mean, who wouldn't want that on this extraordinary community center where I'm going to work out or go to a meeting or going to study or go to see a movie is is just everything. And because it's life. This is this is about life. This is about living and this is about honoring. And um, so it's it's been nothing, you know, short of extraordinary for all of us. That's Rabbi Joy Levitt and Marty Meyerson. 76 West is a presentation of the Marlene Meyerson JCC Manhattan. The series was produced and edited by me, Eric Winnick. Our theme music was written and performed by Peril Wolf. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the other seasons of 76 West, available on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else podcasts are available. You can also listen to our episodes at mmjccm.org slash 76 hyphen west please subscribe and give us a rating on itunes if you enjoy the show every little bit helps until next time we'll see you around the neighborhood (laughs) 